0: Hello and welcome to the Monstrong Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Johnson, creator of the Monstrong Method and full time holistic health and life coach for working moms and mompreneurs. I give it to you straight. I hold you to being your best self, and I can't wait to help you craft your life into something perfectly imperfect. Tune in each week as I share tips, tricks, and motivation for balancing a family, a job, and trying to get healthy. I'm so glad you're here. Today's episode, friends, first of all, we are at the end of October. Oh, wow, we are on the fast track to the holidays, to the end of the 2020. um, And it's just getting crazier, isn't it? And it feels like some days you're like, wow, I didn't know that was possible. But here we are. (laughs) And almost to the point that like nothing surprises me. So today's sponsor is really important. It's sponsored by the MomStrong Method. This is my signature seven month program. Um, I just onboarded two new women and to hear their joy about... Like just having someone who gets it on their side and who is not shaming them into changing, but helping them make really beautiful life changing activities that aren't overwhelming them during this time and hearing their gratitude for that, like that, that helps me know that this method is built for you all. So it's fully customized to you in your life. There's literally no BS one size fits all to it. I give you a great structure, I give you the bumpers, and then we plug you into it and see what is actually going to work for you sustainably to lose weight, to untame yourself, and to get healthy in a way that doesn't suck. So if you're interested, I would head over to craftyourlifecoaching.com/msm, and on there there's a button where you can schedule a getting to know you call so that we can chat more about you and your goals and the program. And this really gives me a chance to get to know you. I know it's scary getting on a Zoom call with a potential stranger, but I promise you it's the best call that you will ever have because we'll decide on that call whether it's the right fit for you. And if it's not, I'm not going to waste your time or money. But if it's a great fit for you, it might be the biggest investment you've ever made in yourself, and that's can be really, really scary, especially for us working moms. But the change you get at the end of that seven months is worth tenfold what you're going to invest with your time and financially. And so I can't wait to meet you. Head over to CraftYourLifeCoaching.com/msm, get a call scheduled, and let's chat. So today's episode, um, we're gonna try to make the holidays special, even during this crazy time. And It's going to look and feel a little different, my friends, no matter how this pandemic, no matter how the election season, no matter how cold and flu season, all these things that we're diving into, no matter how it continues to play out, it's going to look different. And I want to share some helpful ideas to help keep continue to keep that focus on what's going to make it special and ways to move through and let go some of the grief that we'll most definitely be feeling and some perspective shifts that may help make it bearable. So when you're listening to this, take what feels good, ditch what doesn't and apply what will help you best in your life. So for us, um, we have Zeke's birthday coming up here in a few weeks. So he is born on November 12th. And the tough thing is, is he actually went to a birthday party with, um, and it's an outdoor birthday party with one of his classmates who he's already in contact with, and After he went to it, this was like in um, early October. After he went to it, I was like, oh, Nutter Butters. Now he's going to see that you can have a birthday, but it's going to be very different in November because, again, in Minnesota, we're not doing much outdoor activities or, or having, you know, parents and children stand outside in our backyard. It just would not be feasible. And so as I was like, oh, shoot. So trying to mitigate his expectations, but also find what's gonna make it really special for him. So I know that some of you have children with birthdays coming up. Halloween is obviously in a few days. We have Thanksgiving here in the US. Um, All the other holidays that we're celebrating between now and the first of the year. So I wanna remind you, it's okay to be sad. Like, I think there's this big misnomer. And it's one of the things that was really a rub for me, honestly, in a book that I read recently was saying, like, we never show our children sadness. And I think that's bullshit. I think that we don't unload our sadness on them. We don't depend on them to help us process our sadness, but we can show them that, hey, yeah, we're disappointed. And I would say in a private practice, let yourself be sad, write, yourse- write it down how it's making you feel, Pro- maybe go for a walk with a friend or call a good friend and do a Zoom call and talk about how it's making you feel, what you're grieving, really feel that sadness. And if we don't name it, it's really hard to then take action or to kind of flow through the feelings. And it's okay to feel sad about it. And so even with your kids, they're gonna be, you know, depending on their age, they're gonna be experiencing different things and it's gonna feel different this year and letting them know, hey, this is gonna be, it's kind of a bummer, isn't, that we can't go to the big family gathering or that we're not gonna do X, Y, Z, that we used to do around the holidays or your birthday or whatever it was and let yourself be sad. Let them be sad. Let them process that. And then what I would say from there, take it between you and your partner or whoever you're planning, you know, events with. Maybe it's you and your parents, you and your husband, you and your wife, whatever it is, and talk it through and say, okay, what are our our goals with this holiday, with the constraints that we have with coronavirus? And my centering thought throughout this whole thing would be, would this experience, whatever we're gonna go do, and you know, expose ourselves potentially to the virus, would it be worth it? If I got COVID, or if I gave it to someone, would it be "quote unquote" worth it? And I know that the end worth it could be death, right? So it's a big thing, a big penalty to carry. Um, but if 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 I'm deciding in my head that it's it's worth it, how can I then do my absolute very best to mitigate? anything from happening, whether it's having hand sanitizer everywhere, using only disposable plates, having folks bring their own food and their own drink to enjoy, um, you know, washing your hands more often, obviously wearing masks, keeping a distance. What are things that I can do to very best mitigate the worst from happening? If I have decided that exposing myself in this way is going to make it worth it. Um, And so when you go through that for us, so Halloween is in a few days. And we decided as a family in um, early October, I was like, you know, Ryan, what should we do? Cause I, I don't feel comfortable handing out candy to children coming to my door. And so therefore, why would I feel comfortable with my child going to the door of strangers who have just handed out candy to multiple children? Right. And we're early, I'm recording this in early October. So I don't even know if like, the city can cancel Halloween, or if like our governor is gonna say no Halloween trick or treating, right? But that doesn't mean no Halloween. That just means one of the experiences, which is a big one, right? The trick or treating. But think about with your kids, how can they still experience that? So for us, what we're gonna do is kind of like an Easter egg hunt, if you will, and hide Halloween around the house and tell some funny ghost stories. You know, Zeke's gonna be turning seven here, so he can handle a few ghost stories. Um, and just you know, doing some more fun things. We might make something. You know, we might make a fun dinner that seems a little bit Halloween-centered or read some Halloween stories. And that's how we're gonna make it still feel like Halloween, but not go out and expose ourselves. Because for us, Halloween getting candy does not is not one of those worth it experiences if we got or gave COVID to someone. So that's one way that we're kind of adapting. Obviously coming up here too, there's a lot of family gathering holidays. So Thanksgiving, there's Christmas, if you celebrate that, there's all, you know, there's Hanukkah, there's all these things that are coming up where typically gathering people and especially in Minnesota indoors because we don't have the luxury of sitting out in the snow, right? And so thinking about, you know, who are you going to be interacting with and what I would do what I've done too is I've written down like a list of it's on it's like six or seven questions that I'm like okay for these these questions all have to be answered for me to feel comfortable and it's like you know how long are we going to be there what's the kind of sharing of things going to look like what's the spacing going to look like are we going to be wearing masks or not and then you can go from there once you have more information so I really encourage you to kind of sit down with your partner and talk about what are our like checklist questions. Do they have to be wearing masks? Do we have to be six feet apart? Do we have to be not sharing anything, you know, food-wise or drink-wise? What are your non-negotiables? And do that before it's like your partner has been like, oh yeah, we're totally going to be at family Thanksgiving. And you're like, oh my God, we're not going to family Thanksgiving. (laughs) And so Talk about what that would have to look like and be prepared to then communicate that with your family who might not be on the same page as you, who might feel that you're going overboard or underboard and be prepared to communicate that and be one front with your partner and your family and stand again with your family would for your family, with your, with your experience, would this be worth it if you got or gave COVID to someone? And then you go from there, but had that communication before with your partner, like now at the very latest, and get on the same page with that. And then once you and your partner have decided that, then communicate that to your children, right? Admit disappointment but that you're going to try to make it special and you're going to try to keep everyone safe this holiday season. That's the biggest thing is just keeping everybody safe and it's okay to be sad and it's okay to be disappointed, but we're not going to let those feelings or pressure from someone else make us go against what we think is right for our family currently. So with your kids, um, ask them, and and this is what I focus on is how would you want to feel at the end of the holiday? And maybe it's connecting with others. Maybe it's donating something. Maybe it's, you wanna feel, have a full belly from Thanksgiving, whatever it is. And then go about the how you can get to that from there. And it's not gonna look the same, right? It might be a big family Zoom call on Thanksgiving day where you're all sitting around and talking, right? Or it might be um, you're all making a signature cocktail that you're all going to make together and enjoy on a Zoom cheers. Or it may everyone's going to make grandma's mashed potatoes, and we're all going to try them and try to make them at home. Or it might be we're going to do a social distance. If you live locally, you can go and wave hi to them and, you know, drop off some, you know, handmade hand turkeys or whatever you're going to do. So think about how you want to feel and then how can you go from there? Um, For Zeke's birthday, we have decided that we're just gonna do the grandparents. So there's gonna be the four of them, and then Ryan, myself, and Zeke. And that's a big risk, right? Because all of our grandparents, all of them, you know, my parents and Ryan's parents are both in the high risk category. My dad's 80. He just had heart surgery a few years ago. You know, my mom, it has an autoimmune disorder. My mother-in-law, I mean, everyone, all, all of our people have underlying conditions. So this is a risk for us. And we've talked about it. And we've talked about, you know, where have we been? Who have we been exposing ourselves to? Do you feel comfortable coming up for this? Here's how we're going to handle the food. And here's how we're going to handle that. So it's really important that you discuss and for us how we wanted it to feel. We wanted to feel Zeke. We want Zeke to feel loved and we want him to feel like that day is special. And he's going to go to school that day in person. And so we're going to, you know, pick out a special birthday outfit. And when he gets picked up from school, we're going to have a little cupcake for him. And we're going to have some of these things that are like, this is how we're going to help him feel loved. And like his birthday is special, even though it's not with his closest, you know, dozen friends or whatever. We're going to make sure that he feels when he goes to bed, he feels loved. Gifts are really important to him. So he's going to get gifts. And then we're going to do something with, you know, some sort of sweet dessert on that day. And that's really how I guide myself through this. And I'm not doing it perfectly. I am totally going to fuck it up. And there's going to be arguments probably no matter what. Some family are going to think you're being too strict. Some think you're being too lax. Um, It's going to feel weird to ask kind of your screening questions. But remember that you have to do what's best for your family with the knowledge that we have right now. And I want you to realize also this is only temporary Someday we will have a vaccine. Someday that will be widely distributed. Someday this will be something where we'll look back and go, oh my gosh, I can't believe we went through that. And that was really hard. And we grieved through it. We processed it. We made it feel how we wanted it to feel. We communicated our expectations. We stood firm in how we wanted to feel and how our family is proceeding. And this is only temporary. It sucks. I want you to take back to step one, let yourself be sad. Let yourself be frustrated. Let your kids be sad and frustrated. And then focus on how you want to feel and then go about the how can we get to that feeling from there. I hope this helps. I hope at least you're processing and thinking it through ahead of time because it's going to take a little bit. And what I would not recommend is crowdsourcing. So don't go out and search the internet for what is Susie Q doing or your aunt Tuna. Do you have an aunt Tuna? I don't even know aunt tuny Tuna. <laughs> or what is your aunt doing or what is you know, so-and-so recommending, center yourself, let yourself be sad, and then use that question, would this experience be worth it if I got or gave COVID to someone? And how can I then, if it is, how can I absolutely do my best to mitigate that from happening? right? And stay centered. Please don't go into the mommy's group. Please don't scroll the articles. Please don't crouch on Facebook. What are you guys doing? Because then it's only going to lead you off your own center and you're going to go, oh, I feel so bad because I'm staying inside and we're ruining Halloween for Zeke or, oh gosh, we're not being cautious enough because we're doing XYZ. It will only mess with your mind and you do not need that in this crazy time. Got it? So no crowdsourcing. Promise me that you will process it with yourself. Let yourself be sad. Focus on how you want this experience to feel. Then go about the how and communicate that with your partner and your family. Get on the same page. Okay? Okay. So that's what I got for you. Um, I want to remind you to join the free MomStrong Facebook group. I am in there supporting you all. It is facebook.com slash groups slash MomStrong with Jen. And you can always find me on jennifer.t.johnson on Instagram. If you have ideas for future topics, shoot me an email at jennifer at And remember, my love, you are mom strong. And I want to insert here, you know, you have, you have it. You have the knowledge. If you give yourself time to breathe and go, how do I really feel? You are, you are centered. You have the knowing inside of you. You don't need to crowdsource it from others or find it from outside sources. You have it inside of you. You are not meant to be normal or average or perfect. You're meant to be exceptional in your own way. And as always, I'm here for you in your corner, cheering you on and believing in you even before you believe in yourself. Massive love to you.